Welcome to our podcast channel Marketing Minions. Today's episode is where we call an industry expert to learn from their experiences. And today we have with us Mr. Tushar Kansal. Thanks a lot Tushar for coming. My pleasure. Thank you so much Pooja for calling me on your uh, immensely popular podcast. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. So, uh, just to give you all an introduction, Tushar uh, is an investor and venture capitalist. He is founder at Consultancy Ventures, and he has more than twenty-one years of industry experience. You know, I would like you to Tushar to tell more about your professional journey, so that our listeners can know more about you. Sure, sure, sure. Thank you, thank you so much, Pooja. Uh, you know, I am actually someone with around uh, 20 years of experience in uh, corporate finance, investments, so investment management space. Uh, I worked for companies like Deloitte and Touche, uh, private equity practice. Also, uh, I was part of the team at uh, Brand Capital, that's the venture capital arm of Times of India Group, where uh, we did around 100 100 million dollar worth of transactions. I've also uh, headed the treasury at MTS India, that's the Russian Systemas India unit, and was CFO with Guggenheim Partners' own company, BLI. Uh, for the past seven years, I operate uh, two companies. One is Consultancy Ventures, which handholds uh, companies in mergers and acquisitions, debt, equity, and uh, management consulting. And I also operate an angel network of thirty-eight. high net worth individuals uh, it's called sapron first so i am an investor and also deeply involved in the venture capital ecosystem wow that is amazing and i personally like the name of your company consultancy i can see how you have combined the name work consultancy with your son name right yeah. i see if i i was if i was bansal i would have to name it bansaltancy but uh, then yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly wow that's a, you know that's a creativity i would say i really liked yeah, it thank you. thank you thank you okay yeah so uh, to start our discussion with you you know because you are investor and you have so much of experience so i would like to know you know how is the old way of raising early money you know different from today's way of raising money because you are having around 20 years of experience and i am quite sure that in 20 years things have changed a lot so what changes do you see so um, so actually you know this whole investment climate has come of age right. you know when uh, when we were in 94 95 they people didn't right. think much about uh, investing in startups but now okay. you know to give you an example even within agritech space there are more than 600 startups and one year back there were 450 startups so within one year 33% increase in startups only in one sector agritech so right. uh, things are you know nowadays people are more risk taking they like to put money in uh, startups and as you know uh, if you invest money in listed companies in stock exchange then you have uh, Uh, uh you know you can sell the stock anytime but if you are investing in a startup then you have to uh, you can only sell once there is a buyer so right. so the invest investment ecosystem has become quite matured uh, everybody has to turn an angel investor whether it is a housewife whether it is cxo whether it is a real estate builder 
everybody wants to invest and people uh, you know still most of many of the people they don't uh, understand investing so you know that's where professionals like me come in we handhold companies uh, in legal aspects in finance aspects in understanding different business models across sectors so just to give you an example in our saffron first angel network we invest in agritech space fintech space food tech space tech health tech and artificial intelligence and machine learning so naturally wow. you know if some investor needs uh, help in managing their investments we are there to guide him okay uh, if i can hello ecosystem one is sustain sorry i lost uh, i lost your voice sorry sorry yes yes okay yeah so uh, you know if i can take the discussion forward with the two terms which we hear a lot in the startup ecosystem the sustainability and the growth so how do investors look at these terms so you know i will explain it to you in a very very simple language okay. if today if today you buy a land and there is a forest on that land and you uh, you remove the forest and you build a manufacturing over there okay in your own uh, business uh, plan which you make as to how you will uh, do manufacturing how you will recover your money you don't account for the loss of uh, ecological habitat and environment loss so uh, you know basically sustainable economic growth means a rate of growth which can be maintained without creating other significant economic problems especially okay. for future generations right so there is clearly a trade off between rapid economic growth today and growth in the future so you know rapid growth today may exhaust resources and create environmental problems for future generations including the depletion of oil fish stocks global warming so uh, when you talk about sustainability the growth today has to be in such a way that it leaves a better world a greener world a proper environment and proper resources for future generations so you will be very happy to know that uh, all these environmental social factors like women empowerment like uh, like uh, you know uh, uh, diversified workforce like uh, environmental issues right. there are a lot of venture capital funds which have come up they are called impact funds right. so they invest in they invest in uh, companies and projects which are working in this direction so to create a sustainable future and uh, so you know even the other startups which receive investments nowadays they are very very aware that they need to have proper percentage of women in their workforce they need to do something about the environment and uh, also uh, take care of uh, the fact that they should have a diversified workforce 
so all these factors are very much in forefront nowadays right okay and uh, you talked about sustainability also right and what do why do we see that investors focus on the bigger growth strategy rather than focusing on the idea i've read many a times it is not more about idea but uh, the idea and how is the growth strategy so why it is that important so you know we have see you know sadguru says that the world is built by people who you know who had big dreams right. so somebody dreamt of a helicopter and many years later the helicopter became a reality right so you know but you know the problem is that if our big ideas are coming out of ego and a false vanity and a false pride and it results in a bad outcome i will give you many examples okay so chinese they built cities they said all our populations should stay in cities there are so many big cities in china which are empty they are called ghost cities so because the people were not wanting to leave their lifestyle of villages and move into a city so i'll give you more example like the uh, the dam which was constructed on the nile river by abdul gamal nasir of egypt he said that uh, we will store fresh water and our agriculture problem will get solved and hence he constructed this huge dam on the nile river okay but you know what hap- what happened the ecological system of the nile went for a toss and the whole area it had massive ecological problems and on the business side also i will give you an example you look at we work we work was imagined uh, by adam newman as a place uh, coming out of the uh, dark reality of corporate life that you have to have a very strict uh, system in corporate right so you know very formal formal dressing very formal uh, atmosphere so adam said that in the future there will be communities living uh, in the work spaces and they will be playing with each other singing with each other eating with each other and that's how he imagined it okay but look at the business outcome he created he leased out very costly places created seven star infrastructure and leased out for many years and who were the final customers the final customers were those people whose job was even not secure so you know their paying capacity was very limited right so so you know we work ended up spending dollops of cash and recovering very less and that's how it ipo its ipo also failed so you know that's an example of a big idea going broke but i will give you an example of a small idea which went big right. so you know you take the example of uh, khan academy hmm. so so you know mr khan used to teach his uh, family people and they said he is a bad teacher so they said you create 10 minute videos and you show it to us we will study by that okay so he created those videos and they became so easy to understand by all the people that he created khan academy and he got millions of dollars of funding from bill gates right 
and uh, yeah so you know small ideas with a, a good growth strategy better than a big idea with a small growth strategy wow i really liked all the examples and it made me think that okay why that is the reason wow that's great thanks a lot for this okay uh, so moving forward if i can ask you you know uh, what are the best practices to connect with investors like you know uh, there are many big startups and they have the their networks or something like that but when someone like me or someone from the college graduate is thinking for a great idea with a strategy with a team they don't have that much network so how do they mm-hmm. connect with the investors so puja you know uh, first of all investors have not come down from planet moon they are amongst our society okay. but the point is that every investor gets 20 to 40 companies new companies every day so we have to follow certain discipline while approaching the investment scenario so i'll give you some good guidelines okay. the first guideline is have your presence on the internet if anybody searches puja goel then you know the first 10 to 20 results should give him an idea as to what puja goel is all about you know what does she like uh, what business is she doing uh, what is her motive in life some articles some uh, well researched uh, websites or maybe your own blog so you know first that is the first okay. thing secondly yeah so you know secondly your linkedin presence and social media presence should also be very proper have a good linkedin profile have a good facebook profile and you know so that somebody before meeting you researches so they get a very good idea as to what this person is all about now third third you should have a business plan and a financial model of your business in place so a business plan means a pitch deck a pitch deck is a 13 to 14 slides uh, document presentation which is shown to investors it uh, should not be very long 13 to 14 slides is good enough because there is a study which says that the investors spend around 90 seconds on a pitch deck so naturally your pitch deck should be crisp it should be very clear and it should not be too long but it should give the factors like what is your business how have you been earning money what is the team behind it what is the plan going forward how much money is required for it and once that money is put in what is the kind of returns which the investor will get now third you should t- uh, be able to tell your business story in a very simple manner to investors so you know within 10 to 15 minutes the investor should understand what this business is all about then fourth you should start reaching out to investors through uh, through for example uh, founders of the investee companies of the investor okay. so they can give you a reference yeah that is a good way puja because uh, if the founders of the investee company refer somebody then the investors do listen okay right uh, otherwise even if you are cold calling on linkedin it should be with a proper introduction and uh, a proper uh, 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 you know personalized invitation at the time of uh, requesting for the other person to be a part of your network 
so these are some of the ways which are very important to connect with investors wow these are some great ways i would say these will surely help uh, people looking for funding right okay and uh, you talked about uh, having a social media presence and uh, using linkedin or having the network so uh, what does the network effect mean in a business like how have you increased your network or uh the network effect uh, means that uh, you know i'll give you an example okay. now uh, now you know if a seller wants to become a part of a e-commerce platform like amazon then they will only go there if there are good number of customers already on that platform right and if there are good number of customers already on the platform so there will be many sellers on the platform and that will mean that since there are so many sellers so the price competition will be there and the buyers will be getting a good price now because the buyers are getting a good price more and more buyers will come and because more buyers are coming more sellers will come so ultimately that particular platform will become uh, uh, you know uh, one cannot do away with it if you have to do business you have to be on the platform this is called network effect it means that uh, the value or utility a user derives from a good or service it depends on the number of users of that product and this value becomes proportional to the number of uh, buyers and sellers on the platform like you know uh, so you know you have uh, Uh, indirect way of uh, network effect also now suppose uh, puja you had a printer right. and that printer is selling in the market then some softwares company come and they start creating softwares for that printer now because the user has a benefit of getting many type of softwares for that printer the sale of the printer will increase right. so this, this is an indirect effect uh indirect effect of a network network effect wow right right true okay yeah. and if i may ask you know like how has the investors outlook changed during and after the covid pandemic we were very skeptical about covid times but we have heard many good investments coming out so what is your observation and your own take on so i mean you look at uh, see look at the way things are moving you had uh, 1999 2000 uh, dot com bust and boom and hmm. bust and then you had 2008 lehman brothers crisis uh, in the west and then 2020 covid crisis if you look at a macro theme which is running parallel to all these crises that is the march of technology technology is moving on even those people who don't like technology they are forced to adopt technology smartphone has become such a sticky product for any customer that its stock price uh, the value of apple is beyond 2 trillion dollars right. i will give you one more example amazon was valued at 1 trillion dollars and people said 1 trillion dollar ki ek company you know nobody right. could believe it when covid came the amazon's business increased by 
because of that the valuation of company increase from 1 trillion dollars to 2 trillion dollars right so a company becomes from 1 trillion to 2 trillion in a matter of one year this is the march of technology i am talking about so what has happened is there has been lot of action also so after covid because of uh, the pandemic issue health tech companies became very hot then the government here in india they took some action on the farm laws so agri tech became hot then the government removed the monopoly of isro which is government's space agency so space tech became hot then people started ordering food at homes more so food tech became hot right. and uh, you know the supreme court of india has recently put a ban on uh, manual scavenging which is like using people to clear sewers and uh, municipal uh, areas so i know of a company in gurgaon which has created robots for robotic scavenging so you know use of robots deep tech artificial intelligence machine learning all these things have increased after covid and the way things are technology will keep on marching ahead wow great so uh, you talked about specific sectors and highlighted that the technology is the main key area maybe so is there anything else like right. uh, which has changed uh, the overall outlook of investors or like the key focus area in 2021 or 2022 See, 2020 uh, uh, has been a bad year for salaried people, for businesses. Right. If you leave out the technology companies, and uh, you know the investors, uh, like I am also an investor, and the investors which are aligned with me, they like to uh, be very defensive. And 2021, the you know the vaccine has come, and but you know. there are many types of vaccines and people are talking many type of things so once the vaccine is tested and it started it starts getting administered we will see uh, rapid uh, uh, you know coming back of uh, many businesses and many jobs and uh, but you know as i said in both products and services side uh, there will be a new normal and the new normal is that uh people will keep on using technology more so even those who believed in uh, meeting personally every time and uh, stuff like that so you know they will say no why not use a zoom why not use a google meet and you know uh, like my kids school is a convent school it is a very very conservative school they were forced to give classes online but now uh, i think they understood uh, what technology is doing so you know these are just some of the examples uh, that you know uh, there will be a new normal and the new normal is uh, about uh, technology and i foresee that even in 2021 and 2022 uh, you know people's lives will center around technology okay great and uh, you know you talked about uh, that small businesses and uh, salaried class people were being hit a lot so how should small business very bad yeah, very very uh, bad uh, how yeah. should small businesses focus on getting funds or uh, in fact surviving in today's market 
see what is the advantage if i ask you of two things one is a small business versus a large business secondly secondly uh, someone who's uh, uh, you know selling something in less quantity but at a good profit and the other a large company which is selling too much but at a less profit so you know there if i ask somebody this question they will keep on thinking that okay on many points this thing is better on many points the other thing is better no. so you have to identify your strength what is the strength of the small business the strength of small business is fast decision taking small teams pricing uh, power uh, because uh, it it is very hyper local and fourth uh not too much liabilities in terms of big operations and and knowledge Just, about the customer right. the main thing is knowledge about the customer the customer says mera jo my milk my food my packets will come only from this shop because not only they are giving me pricing benefit but they are giving me a service and more than that they know me they know what i like what i want and that is the benefit which the small customer has to keep in mind uh, the small business has to keep in mind and you know uh, like you know people used to say when india's economy was opened up that this will get washed you know the whole companies will get shut right. down and we still, we still have the kirana shop in our colony we still have that uh, guy right. so so one has to identify i'll give you a beautiful example there is a client of mine which runs a pharmacy wholesale store in chandni chowk and uh, they do around uh, 7 8 crores of business every okay. year now from that one shop puja they do 7 8 crores of business and the same if i compare with metplus it is running 1700 shops and doing 1700 crore turnover yani 1 crore turnover per shop and this guy is doing 6 to 8 crore turnover shop. per shop because he understands the customer the customer knows him personally and that is why he is able but you know at the same time i will definitely qualify my statement by saying he has adopted technology he has a nice crm customer relationship management system it has artificial intelligence so whenever they have facial recognition for bringing out the medicines from the shop there are robots and he is adopting technology whenever a customer goes to his shop the machine scans the customer's face and he identifies this is the customer this is his family tree this is the history of uh, health problems in the family they might need these type of medicines this is their doctor so wow. you know that kind of technology this person has adopted so adopt to karna hi padega agar aap small business ho tab bhi aapko adopt karna padega and the good part is all the technology is not costly it is available on cheap basis also if you 
find out good small companies uh, who are giving you this technology right right very true i really liked your perspective that uh, this is the time that small businesses also uh, talk about technology and get their hands dirty maybe on the technology because they know the customers yes yes absolutely Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely, this is a must. Right. So you know, at the end of this session, I would like you uh, to give one piece of advice, uh, which you would love, like to share with all the listeners and entrepreneurs maybe out there. My one piece of advice is: we Indians uh, are the biggest uh, spenders on education uh, in the whole uh, global, uh, you know, uh, global society. we value education but you know at the same time we should not tell our children to run after degrees we should tell them that acquire skills acquire skills which can be used to in real life situations and in the modern economy and uh, these skills are so easily available nowadays i mean you just google any skill you will get proper courses proper websites proper videos one just has to do this very cheap coursera khan academy you have all these uh, un academy you have all these courses available nowadays content is so cheap you just tell your students to keep them updated on technology to read a lot do these courses and don't do it only for degree do it to acquire real life skills which will help you compete in the modern economy and second part is covid has shown money is not everything there is a life beyond uh, earning money focus on that beauty of life spend some time amongst your family spend some time in nature and do some meditation do some yoga and uh, keep updated keep updating your skills and god wow, is there wow great tushar i really liked both the advices you know i was having a conversation with my cousin just 10 days back and she is in 12th and so much worried about which college to join which degree should i get how to do this and that and i just showcased her you, you know what you talked about that maybe you can do this course or that course or something like that and everything to join is easily available every course content video is easily available right. on internet you just have to learn. and now the okay. students also have the access to mobile phone maybe at my time i got my first phone in yes. the college but now my seventh uh, the cousin who is in seventh class also he is also having a mobile phone so <laughs> right <laughs> they should be using it for the better of their skills that is great advice i think so okay. thanks a lot tushar thanks Thank a lot you. for your uh, insights and the piece of advice um so guys i really thank enjoyed you. this thank conversation you. with tushar and knowing his experience hope you guys also enjoyed it and you can follow him over linkedin at tushar kansal and follow us on spotify at marketing minions uh, i pooja goel will catch up with you in the next episode of marketing minions till then keep listening keep learning and have fun thanks a lot tushar once again thanks a lot Thank you, Pooja. My pleasure. God bless you. Thank you so See. much. Have a good day.